Hey there, this is Tampa on the Pool Shark Sports Podcast. We're coming at you on Thursday, February 21st of 2019. There's a lot going on, so I'm going to tell you what's going on. In fact, this is what's going on. But anyway, this is actually what's going on. Zion Williamson got hurt last night. Very beginning of the game against UNC. Number eight UNC versus number one Duke. Zion goes down, broke his shoe, and UNC wins the game. They go up by 20-something with like 10 minutes left. Duke didn't have enough to come back and win, so that's the story. Zion Williamson gets hurt, broken shoe. People are blaming the shoe. People are saying Nike hurt Zion. Not in those words. I mean, I would never say that. But... People are actually blaming this shoe, and apparently Zion is uncomfortable in those shoes, not meaning like his, his feet aren't comfortable, meaning he doesn't like wearing those shoes, and now he said it as a result of this, but apparently didn't like them previously, is, is some of the, the mumblings I've been hearing, but let's not blame a shoe. I mean, the guy is ginormous in every sport, the ginormous guys, I'm not saying they're injury prone, but they're the ones that tend to get injured and get injured the most often. He's a freakish athlete. He probably kicked the ground with like 800 million pounds of force on the play. I don't know if you saw the play, but he was pivoting. He was reverse. His back was to the basket. He was uh, almost faked a spin move, was spinning left, pivoted on his left foot, and was going to drive back right. He was going to spin right shoulder, but when he pivoted left, his foot went right through the seam of his shoe. I think it's because he's a million pounds of pure muscle. I don't think it's a faulty shoe. Um, I understand. Honestly, if I was him, I might be freaked out too. But it's not the shoe. It's not the shoe. I, if I was him, I wouldn't play the rest of the season. Uh, he is a once-in-a-generation physical-type player. He's, he's freakish athlete, gifted beyond reason. He deserves to get a bag. He should go to the NBA. If I was him, I wouldn't play. That's Zion Williamson. We got Manny Machado. Manny Machado signed a $300 million deal with, uh, with those San Diego Padres. That's, like, so tragic. That's, like, the most anti-news news I've ever heard. Like, I don't even really have anything to say. The Padres are going to continue to be what we know they are. They're not going to be god-awful. They're going to win, like, 70 games and not make the playoffs. And they're going to have Manny Machado. So, I guess more fans will be in the stands. That's good for them, but... If you're not living in San Diego or a Padres fan, then who cares? Okay, so that's Manny Machado. Uh, Green Bay Packers apparently interested in AB or OBJ. Um, I've heard that potential landing spot for those guys. I don't think it's going to happen for either one of them. Uh, if I'm going to say one's a better fit, OBJ is probably the better fit. Um, actually, I don't know. Antonio Brown, the way... The way that Aaron Rodgers ad-libs, Antonio Brown is kind of perfect for that. That's what he does with Big Ben. He runs a route. If he's not open, he just takes off and runs somewhere, and Big Ben always finds him. You know, that would uh, actually be a pretty good landing spot, but I hope that San Francisco gets one one of these two guys because I think they'll be good. I think San Francisco is good if they get another star player on offense and just keep that defense coming. They're, they're not bad defensively. They got, what, George Kittle and uh, Jimmy G. They're going to be good, but... If Green Bay gets Antonio Brown, I mean, that's going to be scary. I don't think they will. Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie was getting interviewed by Rachel Nichols. And and said, he talked about the uh, the apology call to, to LeBron a little bit. I, I'll let you hear the clip. Chris, roll that clip. 
you know, and then you realize like, hey, man, I didn't have to deal with that the same way I dealt with that. Um, you know, I didn't have to go about it that same way. Now, mind you, I have no regrets in terms of any decision that I made, you know, going about my individual journey and what I want and foresee for my career. And yeah, apologizing, that was a, a step for me just to move forward in my life. That's Rachel Nichols of ESPN reporting on Twitter. Uh, my instinct on that is, honestly, it's completely genuine. It's definitely made for TV. He's being dramatic. He's Kyrie. That's what he does. But I, I think he's being honest. I mean, I'm not convinced he's going to leave Boston. Everyone's saying he is. I think that's just because the media is trying to say he is. Fans kind of want him to because being in Boston isn't exciting. Um, I, I don't necessarily think he's going to leave. Everyone's like, he's going to New York. Uh, because he said he's going to New York, they're saying that, but he's said since then that he's staying in Boston more than once. Um, so I'm not convinced by that. It's a good team. He's, he's smarter now. He understands the veteran situation, what it takes to win. Um, I don't think he's going to leave a good situation. And if that's the case, AD might go to Boston too. I know they're saying he doesn't want to go there. That might have just been to get him to L.A. Like, I might be calling AD's bluff right now. If he goes to Boston with Kyrie and all this great young talent, they're obviously going to have to trade some of the great young talent away. But it's a good team with Kyrie, AD, Al Horford, whoever else they're able to keep in that trade. That's a scary team. That's a scary team. I'm not convinced that Kyrie is leaving, going to go join LeBron or whatever the case may be. Just not going to happen. Cowboys. Cowboys are talking about signing Dak Prescott to an extension, like a, like a long-term million 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 millions of dollars extension don't do it cowboys not worth it not worth it waiting on things in life is an underrated play don't pay this kid the worst thing that could possibly happen if you don't pay him is that he makes a playoff run wins a super bowl or loses a super bowl but gets to a super bowl and then you got to pay him super bowl type money but if that happens that doesn't seem like that bad of a thing you know you got to a super bowl isn't that the goal each and every season? I believe yes. So in that case, pay the kid. But if he loses, you're going to give him less money than if he wins the Super Bowl. If he wins it, that's even better because you won. So like pay him. But that's the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is you have a freakishly great season, an unexpectedly great season. That doesn't sound that bad. Because if that happens, you pay him. But if that doesn't happen, then you save a lot of money by not signing this extension. So don't do it. It's not worth it. He's still under contract. He still has to come play. I don't think Dak Prescott is going to hold out. He's a quarterback. They don't really do that that much, if like ever. I honestly can't think of an example. I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, can't think of an example. Don't re-sign Dak Prescott right now. Or I shouldn't say don't re-sign him. Don't sign an extension. Not worth it. Other NFL news. Le'Veon Bell uh, is not going to have a transition tag. Steelers reported that, so he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Le'Veon Bell is officially on the market. Not that we didn't already know that, but now it is in the books. It's on paper. It's real. So the question is, who's going to get him? And the answer is the Jets or the Ravens. That's all. I've heard a lot of Tampa Bay news, not news, but I've heard a lot of people, a lot of reporters, a lot of insiders, quote unquote, say that he's going to be a buck. He's not going to be a buck. Uh, the Bucks don't need him. They have Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber is a cheaper version of Le'Veon Bell. Peyton Barber is a great running back. Uh, you might be surprised to hear me say that if you don't know anything about the NFL, but he's great. Um, I watch film. You don't watch him play. He's literally Le'Veon Bell. He's patient. He, he's one of those runners that, like, he's, if he doesn't break a big play, you're still guaranteed a yard or two. He doesn't lose yards. He falls forward. He's strong. He's a fairly small guy, a little bit smaller than Le'Veon, but very thick, like a Le'Veon-type body, just a tiny bit shorter. Uh, the Bucks don't need him. The Bucks can save over like the Bucks can save like 
12 million dollars a year by sticking with Peyton Barber instead of Le'Veon he's just as good he's not quite as good I, I would say he's 90 percent as good for a very small percent of the money probably 15 20 percent of the the money if even that don't get Le'Veon Bell he's going to be a Jet or he's going to be a Raven Ravens because it would be a great fit so it might be worth the money Jets just because they're a terrible organization and they'll probably be willing to pay him anything he wants to get him there uh and I, I can't really blame the Jets for that how can you blame the Jets for that I uh, no, you know He's going to be a Jet, or he's going to be a Raven. He's not going to go to Tampa Bay. He needs his money. That's that. That's Le'Veon Bell, unrestricted free agent. He's going to be a Jet, or he's going to be a Raven. Um, this is a kind of small story, not really a story, just something I want to comment on. I heard Colin Cowherd talk the other day about a Patriots lineman uh, saying that it's fun to play for the Patriots and with Tom Brady. The reason that's news is because that's contrary to so much news. That's con- not, not news. That's contrary to what so many players have said. Uh, so many players whine, it's not fun to play with Bill Belichick. The system's not fun. We, I want to go to the 2014 Seahawks or the 2017 Eagles and shout and be loud and have fun with my teammates. That's all fun, but I personally want to win a Super Bowl every year. I think it'd probably be more fun to play with Tom Brady and win all the time. People don't like the patch. People want to hear these players say, I don't like playing there because they want players to leave. They don't want them to be good. They don't like the Patriots because they win too much. That's a bad reason not to like someone. I used to hate on the Patriots a lot too, but I've realized they're legitimately phenomenal at everything. They're smart. They plan everything out. They're meticulous. They're disciplined across the board in the organization from the ownership down. They got the quarterback. They got the coach. They got everything. They got everything. Phenomenal offensive line. You don't like the Patriots because they're good. Some people say it's because they cheat. No, they cheated once to beat the Jets. I think they would probably win anyway. They cheated once in the playoffs. And honestly, they should have that that Lombardi trophy stripped in college in the NCAA. If you get caught cheating, you have all your wins stripped. I think that should happen. But that's one. They still have five Super Bowls without that cheating one. Screw Deflategate. They're great. You hate the Patriots because they're good. And that's not fair. I don't care. You can hate all you want. It makes it makes this easy. It makes talking about them easy. So people listen. But I would I would have fun there too. This I, I like that this lineman said this, came out and said this in an interview. Of course, it's fun to be there. You win a Super Bowl. For the last 18 years, every third year you win one. Every other year you're in one. That's, that's so fun. That is so fun. I don't want to hear anyone whining. I don't want to hear anyone whining. Uh, and I don't hear Russell Westbrook whining. Like ever, even though the media is always trashing him, including me. I think Russell uh, Westbrook took the MVP of the All-Star game away from Giannis and gave it to Kevin Durant. Giannis was running away with it and Westbrook came in and started jacking up threes and missing. Only made like one three, taking all these bad shots. Taking the ball away from Giannis, who was running away with the MVP. But I want to defend Russell Westbrook right now. Um, He's old, so his shooting percentage is down. He's not as, he's not as good as he used to be. Not as sharp, not as finesse. People are really hating him, hating on him, I should say, because of his free throws. But I think something is being overlooked here. He used to walk to midcourt, to half court, every single, every single shot, every single free throw. So like in between free throws, he'd walk to half court and walk back. He would like take a moment of zen or whatever you want to call it. That was his ritual. The NBA no longer lets him do that. Um, I'm not saying that's an excuse, but it messed with his head somehow. And I think that's legitimately a big part of the reason why he's not as good from the free throw line free throw line. He used to be a great free throw shooter. He used to shoot at 81%. That's not great best in the league type numbers, but that's a good free throw shooter. You're making more than four out of five shots. Now he's shooting 64. Now he's shooting 64. That's significant, but I think it has a lot to do with the ritual. Not entirely his fault. He's a bad free throw shooter. So was Shaq, you know, obviously a different situation, but he's a great player. You can't hate on him for that. Um, his shooting percentage is down, but his passing numbers are up. His passing numbers are up. 
And people are saying, well, that's not altruistic. He can't shoot anymore, so he passes. Well, you know, he could keep shooting, honestly. He could make a bad decision and shoot anyway, even though odds are he's going to miss. He still does a lot, but he passes more than he used to. At least he's making that decision. You know, don't hate on Russell Westbrook too much. Don't hate on Russell Westbrook. He is a really good player on a really good team. Second best player on the team. But Paul George is a great best player on the team. MVP candidate. I don't think he should win, but I think he gets less credit for the for the award than he actually deserves. He's carrying that team. They're winning because of him. And they're winning a lot. And I think they're going to be good in the postseason. Well, that's what's going on this week. That's what's going on. You're welcome for letting you know. Thanks for listening to me tell you. We'll see you soon on the Full Shark Sports Podcast. Have a great weekend. Until next time.